Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Dark Moon of Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also... Solo and Star Wars story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast. The Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. May the Force be with you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. And my name is Matt. And What's up, it's Colin? The, it's the OG Michigan Boys. Yo, yo, Hoff Squadron in the house, even though we're in Scarif. Heck yeah. Uh, it's cool. It is what it is. A lot of people are on vacation. Um, yeah, I, because... uh, took a, I took a solo trip to um, um, Animal Kingdom and Epcot today for I like saw a couple that. hours. Saw just story. to like, no, I was like, uh, I was out and about and I was like, oh, let me let me just go do this real quick. So I went there yeah. for like two hours. Um, a lot of people. There was like a, a big group of people going in. Um but um like like a huge like group you know like like a school or something like that on a um some kind of like trip or something like that but for sure uh yeah. definitely <clears throat> uh and the day that this is released it's going to be on July 4th so happy america day happy Woo! america day all right america well day. i'm sorry i'm not wearing said, my let's gear. uh let's let's just go into the news there's uh, there's a decent amount to talk about yeah um so i wanted to talk about how commander cody was supposed to be in the kenobi series and then he was cut he's cute um so matt why Mm. was he cut why was i don't exactly know the answer why is he is cut but i know what was supposed to take place if he had shown up into it and I was reading an article that was um, posted on the direct website, like no, the direct, that's the name of the website, not the direct website. Um, um, in an article that was um, interviewed uh, by uh, Stuart Beatty. Um, and he talked about basically like what would have happened had he had Cody been in it. And I, I'll just read it for it for word. He said, yeah, yeah, Cody was uh, was the big one. I love the idea of Obi-Wan having a buddy on Tatooine, like a secret buddy. Uh, so, like, the first time he goes into town, you see Cody, and he's following um, him through the streets and attacks him, takes him into an alley with a knife to his throat and says, you're dead. And then, then you realize, oh, no, Cody is making a point. Like, come on, you got to be more careful. Um, and then he goes on to say that uh, you realize, oh, Cody has now morphed into someone who has been trying to kill him uh, the last time we see him to someone who has been devoting his life to protect him because now he has um, had his his um, inhibitor chip taken out. That um, happens in between the events of Revenge of the Sith and now. Um, and I guess we'll see him in season two of The Bad Batch. So I guess in between that and this. Um, but he says, oh, my God, um, what I did was so wrong. He says he's driven by guilt um, 
as much as Obi-Wan has been driven by guilt. So you get to see these two kind of old warriors bickering like old married couple uh, bleeping out about God. It was just so much better when we had an army on our, at our backs. Uh, you know, that was a, a quote by a Stuart. And he was talking about um, the relationship that was supposed to go under or, or happen between the two of them as Cody was on Tatooine. And it was actually said that there was supposed to be a B plot uh, between uh, Commander Cody and Luke because when um, Obi-Wan Kenobi was supposedly, were not supposedly, when he left Tatooine to go um, save Leia, it was that he actually left Commander Cody in charge of the safety of Luke and he was going to have some sort of B rolls going on between the two of them and their relationships. And I just thought it was um, (laughs) that it would be an interesting story, but one that obviously did not play out Um, one that we didn't see happen, but I'm sure a lot of our prequel fans and fans of the Clone Wars uh, series would be very open to of happening. And I think that, um, I don't know exactly why it wasn't a story that played out. Do you happen to know that answer? Because I don't. Uh, I'm so in the article. I really didn't see anything. I'm guessing that because we know I had nothing to do with Tamara Morrison because we see him in the show as a clone. So it's like he he definitely wanted wanted to be more involved. So we knew it had nothing to do with that. I'm thinking because of they really wanted to have the Rava character in there. I think that's mainly why commander Cody didn't um, really have an appearance in the show. Uh, And I think that in the bad batch season two, he would play a larger role. And I think maybe they wanted more time to focus on Cody in the bad batch because the bad batch is mainly about clones, right? If you put him in a Kenobi series and you kind of give him a clone war storyline, To me, it would make more sense to have it in the Bad Batch and not in the Kenobi because they already took a lot of focus off of Kenobi because of Reva. And if they also had Cody in there and they had like a different plot that involved Cody a a lot, I think that would have kind of stole the thunder even more Uh, because already having Reva in there um, stole a lot of not 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 Kenobi's thunder, uh, but more of the whole show is about Kenobi and Reva definitely got a lot of spotlight in that show. Uh, so I and- actually, um, I embarrassingly, I didn't read the second part of this article. I didn't know there's like a, a continue reading part and it actually, it does answer why he wasn't. Oh, um, in well, it. so let's I'll just, it. yeah, yeah. Okay. So basically when they asked, um, BD about, uh, why he wasn't in the Obi-Wan series, um, he said that it could be speculated that Tamora Morrison's availability had a lot to do with it. Um, having him uh, being busy with uh, the Boba Fett series um, was one of the primary concerns, as well as um, the producers thinking that the the B plot line with um, Luke and um, Cody would be a little bit too much for the the content and the viewers. So I think that was definitely one of the reasons why. Um, 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 why they decided to do that. Mm-hmm. So okay. that, that answers that question. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Well, like we said, we are definitely going to see Cody and the bad batch series. I think going back to 
those characters is great. I think it would have been great fan service to see Cody in live action again. But at the same time, I think that if we did get that story plot that you were talking about for him and Kenobi, I think, and adding, you know, everything that was happening with Reva, I think that that would have been a lot. Uh, but I'm hoping that we get a big storyline between Rex and Cody and Bad Batch. And I got a feeling it's going to be sad um, because those two are brothers and one's on the other side and the other one is, you know, um, he's on the Empire. I do also feel like the plot line that would have taken place in the Kenobi series might be conflicting with what happens in the Bad Batch because we obviously don't know what happens to Cody um, after order 66 as of right now we do not know what takes place in season two of the bad batch involving cody but had something come out in the obi-wan series involving um kenobi or not kenobi um cody having his inhibitor chip taken out but then there is a conflicting plot line that takes place in the bad batch that would be a really messy situation and I don't know if maybe those two different production teams were communicating with each other because, I mean, Dave Filoni did have his hands all over the Bad Batch um, and he was on set for uh, the the Kenobi series. So I think that maybe he also had some input as to what was happening between those two characters because following different Star Wars characters' timelines in a franchise that goes back and forth in the t- in the timeline often is it's difficult to keep up with because star wars likes to go back and forth like we i talked about in the clone wars commentary that i just recorded for our patreon if you don't follow our patreon definitely follow our patreon we're super cool about that uh but i will say that there are prequels to prequels to prequels all over the place and going back and forth between timelines is very confusing and if you're not an avid star wars fan it's easily it's easy to get lost in the mix of the mud that is the the star wars timeline and like people were like what's bby or 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 what's bby yeah. and stuff like that and and i have to explain it to non-star wars <laughs> I, fans. Have, I have to explain it it's it's not it's not a burden it's def- i always love to give information about the star wars universe to people that are asking questions especially those that don't know anything about it and i'm like yeah you want to know more it's great but what i'm really concerned about is or not, I guess I'm not concerned because it didn't happen, but I, I think it was a main concern when it was being discussed is that Cody has all these these fingers in all of these pies uh, as a way to say it. But I think essentially what it came down to was Cody couldn't be in the series, A, because tomorrow was busy, and B, because the plot line of Cody is too unestablished, and especially in live, live action. Right. So I, I guess they just didn't want to touch it. It was too hot yet. You still had to let it cool off, you know? I so. And that's why I'm excited to see that story unfold in The Bad Batch because of that story has not been <clears throat> fully revealed. And that's something everyone's been interested in. And I love when characters like this uh, have a lot of love and a lot of fandom because – before the Clone Wars came out, Cody honestly was on screen for maybe less than five minutes. And yeah. now, and then he grew in the Clone Wars TV show. And a lot of people love Rex. 
but I don't think Cody gets enough love. So Conrad I'm does that a lot. They like yeah. with they'll like take a character like like Kit Fisto that has like oh my 30 gosh seconds, yeah, and then they'll just make a whole plot line, a whole series, and it's just crazy what they do with with that because it's they see that you see it a lot with like prequels characters that get very little screen time whatsoever, and then like even like the character that um that George Lucas like cameoed in in revenge of yeah, the Sith. like they yeah. like made a whole thing out of that they're like let's yeah. let's go deep on un- this let's unfortunately he he didn't he didn't come in and voice him which i think uh, would have been amazing he but he did have his likeness which i think was really cool right right right. he definitely yeah. did um but yeah so we'll definitely see more of cody and the bad batch and that story is going to be really exciting uh and then before the bad batch we've got the new series coming out on august 31st and that is the wonderful show of andor and what's crazy about that weekend which this is something man i were recently talking about is not only is andor coming out that weekend but the um the premiere of the lord of the rings ring uh rings of power is coming out that same weekend, including like the the, yeah. the prequel series of Game of Thrones. Uh, and oh, yeah, we called that's... it the perfect nerd storm because, like, yeah, and yeah, and we were also talking about the fact that Dragon Con will be happening at that time consecutively yeah. at the same time. So, yeah, like thousands of nerds on, in one city while three different like major. There TV will be a lot to. There's going to be a lot to do that weekend, uh, yeah. and I'm super excited for it. But Andor, from the trailer, from the panel that we were at, I'm very excited for it. It's something new. It's something old, um, but it's there's nothing blue. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, but I am very very excited for it because Rogue One was such a great series, and the fact that we get to come back to this character, Cassian Andor and explore a darker side of the rebellion uh, that we kind of saw in Rogue One. Because I, I, I remember that one scene where, uh, where Cassian and the other, uh, the, other, the other defector are trying to escape. And, then, and the guy's like, oh no, we'll never climb out of here. And then Cassian just shoots him to kind of delay the stormtroopers going after him like oh my gosh i was like wow dead weight real quick yeah like and and i think we're definitely going to see more of that in the in the show and i think we're going to see more politics which we haven't seen any politics politics since the prequels and including in the clone wars and i think that's definitely going to bring a lot of prequel fans back because you know as as some people say I didn't like the prequels because of the politics and everything. Now let but me honestly, preface this: the Star Wars the podcast is not talking about politics currently. We're talking no, no, about a right. Star Wars series, Star Wars politics, talking about Star Wars yes, politics. Like I think that of, is a good distinction I wanted to make. Real of quick. the, thank you for that because mm-hmm, we're we're talking about the Galactic Empire. Yes, um, uh, of where it is Alderaan. It is it is Palpatine. Like just which again we're probably going to see Ian McDermott we're also going to see the empire in its early stages and then later through the series we'll see it during its prime but i'm excited to see the emperor 
back in the Senate Do it. and and just just being the emperor. I am excited to see more uh, more perspectives of the empire because this is such a dark time, and it's it's interesting that Disney is diving into this time period because we don't see we have not seen them really dive deep into that 20 year gap from revenge of the Sith to a new hope until these past couple of years. Now, now rebels, now star Wars rebels definitely did, but that was the only thing. And then we got Jedi fallen order. Uh, I feel like star Wars rebels ended too quickly. Like if there was more there that we could have done. And we are pretty much getting season five uh, with the Ahsoka series. Yeah. Um, but we should probably excited. talk about a little. We could talk about a little bit about the the writers that were. Yeah, I don't know, we didn't talk about it before, but there is um, the two brothers. We have uh, our boy Dan Gilroy, uh, and we have Tony Gilroy, and then we have Stephen Schiff. 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 I don't know. I can't. I don't remember. But like, um, like Dan Gilroy, uh, you may have uh, he's he was took, has his hands on as a screenplay writer for uh, parts of the Bourne Legacy, um, uh, Kong Skull Island, definitely a cool one. Uh, what else did he do? Um, uh, two for the money. Uh, you, you ever see that one with um, uh, who's in Two for the Money? Uh, Matthew McConaughey and Rene Russo. No. Oh, I I, th- I, th- I think I might have like a while ago. He's kind of like a like a like a bike messenger or something like that. Okay. Um, and what what has Tony done? That's uh Tony uh, has done Rogue One, of course. Uh, we saw him as a writer for Rogue One and a producer as well. Um, and he did writing for uh also the Born Identity, Supremacy, and Legacy. He did uh, not Legacy. He didn't do Legacy. He did ultimatum um he was a screen play writer and uh, screen story writer um no he had born legacy yeah he did all four yeah, yeah, yeah. okay i knew i was right there's yeah. a lot going on here <laughs> he he's done a lot of stuff he's yeah. been a writer on like i think like 20 plus projects and he's been a producer on like maybe like half a dozen of them um, i think the andor series is in great hands i uh I'm hoping that, well, first off, we know it's going to, something that I realized is if something is confirmed for a second season before the first season even comes out, you know that most likely it's going to be good. Uh, I mean, when you have a face like this running this show, like this guy. But Diego Luna is such sure. a, I mean, we talked about a little bit about his experience at Star Wars Celebration. Um, but this guy's great. I think that um, he is a, a very uh, strong candidate to be a running man uh, or a leading man in a series like this. And I know David talked about how um, how fond he was of him uh, as, a, as a Latino actor, I think he was talking about. Yeah. Um, and representing his community in such a positive light. And he's such a good, strong-hearted individual and not not as, just as a strong actor, but as a person, he's just a great guy. Um, so yeah, he's two seasons just being announced like right off the bat like that. Twelve episodes each, two seasons taking place over uh, five years leading up to Rogue One. I'm pumped. I am excited. 
because we are also going to be seeing more of Coruscant in live action. And it's something I've been wanting for such a long time. So I'm glad that we're going back to Coruscant. And that's definitely confirmed in in the trailer that we got at Celebration. So I'm very, very excited for Indoor, uh, for Andor, not Indoor, uh, for Andor. And it's, it's going to be a wonderful, crazy ride. But in other news for another project, uh, Taika has stated that you don't want to say his last name <laughs> no i'm so disappointed it. no because i i'm i'm, I'm, I'm gonna start <laughs> on it uh but he is unsure i i hate that he's saying this but he's unsure if his star wars movie is ever gonna happen and if a director is saying that that's that's not a good sign and this is something that we definitely had that we had a debate on on our patreon daily and I, if you don't follow our Patreon, follow Star Wars Patreon at yes. two one eight seven. And I'm just I'm disappointed because he's such a great director. But if a director is saying this, um, and not only that, it's like this project was announced a while ago, and and if he doesn't make the deadline, um, and even though he's not making the deadline that he uh, that Kathleen. Kennedy set up for him, which was supposed to be next December. Uh, yeah, uh, that's kind of disappointing. And not only that, it's it makes sense because he's got all these projects. But it's sad to me because he's he's been saying, you know, I've got all these, uh, I've got all these other projects. I'm gonna put, uh, I'm gonna put Star Wars on the shelf so I can focus on these projects. And 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 then he comes up with this statement, and I was just like, okay. All right, man. You, I, I, I get you're a busy guy, and he's a great director. He's a great actor, but Star Wars, Star Wars deserves full attention. It doesn't. What's the deserve... name of that series that you were talking about? The, the pirate um, one, like our flag, something. James is gonna be mad at me because I don't know, because I don't know it. Because if I'm, I'm I our flag means death. Yes, that's yes, that's, that's the I one. I, I, I never really heard of it. I, I know it's an HBO Max, but apparently it's good. It's what James said. Um, I'm, I guess I'm gonna have to a lot of stuff. Check that HBO it out. Does it's pretty great. Um, yeah, but well, he doesn't. I mean, he's more of a. I mean, he, I think he has some like screen parts on it, but he mostly was like on the production aspect of it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, so I don't, I don't have any opinion of it. But I know it has something to do with like Blackbeard and like uh, I don't know. That's pretty much it. That's all I got. Takes place in like the 1700s or something like that, but I mean the the I don't know. I'm just like going going through his IMDb. Maybe I can look at it right there. Um, yeah. But he's got the, like a, uh, he's got like uh, time bandits and freight frybeard face and me are both uh, announced in production or post production. We are yeah. wolves. He's got he's got three three projects that are being worked on currently. I know, but what bums me out is Star Wars was announced before any of these projects, and right. he's not making it priority, which he should. And Star Wars should be the main priority if if you're hired. And it and and it just kills me to see it like in this situation. But of the course, quote you know, with the Thor: Love and Thunder, too. Yeah, the quote that he gave the New York Times was, "I'm trying to write the Star Wars idea at the moment. I've." Um, I've got to see how that goes because once I submit it, that might that might determine when it gets made or if if it gets made even. If if you're gonna have that attitude about a Star Wars project, 
then I think you should just move on because mm-hmm. Star Wars should be a main priority. Uh, and that's what's been happening with Ryan Johnson and his trilogy. He has found, you know, other things over priority um, than what than what um, he was set out to do. And I think The Last Jedi definitely had something to do with that. And if he wants to move on, then he can move on. Um, that is definitely the director's choice. But you should never sign up for a project and then while you're working on that project, put other things over priority over that number one project that you that you committed to first. I think that's the biggest thing to me. And, and I should apply that logic to my cosplay costuming. <laughs> yes, you should. And I and I just it disappoints me because it it would be a great film, but the fact that he's just like even if it gets made, I'm just like, nah, dude. If if, if you're gonna have that attitude, then you should just throw on the towel and leave. Um, I just don't think that it's fair to have this opportunity and then be like, all right. I'm going to uh, put all these other projects over priority of this one. And I understand that it takes time to come up with ideas and everything. Trust me, I know. Um, but it's it's the fact that uh, it's the fact that that he he said that might determine when it gets made or even if it gets made, like made even. And it's like, okay. So you're that to me sounds like you're not committed. So if, if, if you're not committed to it, then you should just bail and find something else to do. I'm sorry. Uh, some people will probably disagree with me. That's fine. But I'm just saying if you're working on star Wars and this is something that, that came to you first before these other projects, then you should, you know, really look into it. And yes, yeah. where's the right of dibs in production, man. Like, where's that at? Because I think we had dibs as a Star Wars community to mm. him first. Um, uh, and if not us, then MCU. You know, as um, <laughs> Bob Rule says, getting flashbacks to the Patreon debate that that James, David, and I had. Um, and then he's like, uh, feel feel like feel feels like he's joking. To be honest, are you are you talking about Taika? Are you talking about me? Oof, good question. I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. I'm, I'm, I'm deadly serious. I'm serious. I don't think he's joking. I because of he's been saying this for a bit, uh, because he's very serious about these other projects. He's barely talked about it, um, about Star Wars, and it's kind of following the same pattern that uh, that Ryan Johnson did when he was uh, okay. Cool. Um, he is talking about phasing okay. out. He is he is following the same pattern that Ryan Johnson did when when he was working on the trilogy. I think it's because of he found other projects that he's been doing for a bit and that and because of Ryan Johnson is such an artistic director and that's what he's great at and I think what happened with the last Jedi kind of sh- kind of shook the way that he you know approach new type of style of film so i think maybe that's why ryan johnson was kind of like iffy about it and including scheduling everything of course but for taika i don't know why he's doing this because it's sad to me because he is such a great director and he is such a great actor i just don't like that you're putting something back on the shelf when 
and you start working on new projects when Star Wars came was put on your desk first. That's that's my biggest thing about this whole situation. Uh, but yeah, so I guarantee good solid man, good solid. Yeah, I I guarantee David James and I will have a have another debate about this. But yeah, we only have uh, healthy debates on the Star Wars Stuff podcast. That's yeah, all we do. Yeah. Uh, but let's right. talk about something very interesting and exciting. Well, if you have this enough in your pocket, but there's something called the Star Wars Hyperspace Lounge, and and uh, and this is a lounge on the on the Disney Cruise Line ship, the Wish, and it's very very cool. Uh, and there's this cocktail that comes in a uh, um, help me say it, Matt. I'm 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 gonna stutter on it. it, it is I called, don't know the name of it. As it's as called a Komodo. Yeah, isn't that like a like a Japanese robe? Don't put um, me on that. <laughs> uh, kimono. Uh, That's a kimono. I'm, thank I'm, you. I'm not good. Uh, but <laughs> what? Don't don't patronize me. I'm not uh, patronizing you. I think a kimono is a Japanese robe. I think a kimono. Oh wait. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I messed up. It's pronounced cam comtono. Okay. Spelled C C A M T O N O. Don't ask the kid to the, that that stutters to, to pronounce this. I can't do it. I, but I I didn't uh, do anything. But the so it's called the. Kyber crystal drink and it's four in one as it comes with a cocktail and three shots and it's served in the thing from the Mandalorian that's called a Cam Tono. <laughs> uh, which if you're a big Star Wars fan um, you know it's the old ice cream uh, machine scene carried by Will Rowhood in Empire Strikes Back, but it's mainly known now as from The Mandalorian. But what's nice about it is that not only does it um not only does it come with all that stuff, it also comes with a voucher for one person to visit the vineyard which is located at Skywalker Ranch and you also get a Star Wars backpack, a water bottle, other gifts and a hyperspace themed room decoration as well as a themed escort off the ship, uh, though additional details about the escort are unknown because I don't think anyone's bought it yet. But yeah, that is the $5,000 drink. So it's so you're not just paying for the drinks. You are paying for multiple things, it sounds like. And it's not where you get to fully go out to... Um, Kamatono. I think someone was saying that I wasn't doing it right. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so I I think if it was... Because that's more... That's almost the same price as the Galactic Star Cruiser. And it's a drink involved with a... With, in a, with another Star Wars experience combined... Do you think the drink would be worth it, Matt? 
or are you just going to sit there in silence? No, it's fine. Nothing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that, I think that, uh, I think the drink would definitely be worth it. Uh, if, if maybe we actually got to go to Skywalker Ranch, I think that would be cooler in my opinion. I'm hoping that we get uh, more stuff like that in the future. Uh, and then, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then also the Bounty Hunter experience is going to be happening very, very soon over at Disney World, at Hollywood Studios, not Disneyland. Hollywood Studios is finally getting something. Yay! And not only that, it's, it's exclusive to Hollywood Studios, and it will not be going to California, it sounds like. Um, uh, yes, I think Matt's stream got hit by Jawas. I think they were scavenging. But I'm excited for that because Disneyland has been getting a lot of exclusives, and Hollywood Studios has not. So I'm excited to see, see more of the info uh, to drop soon because Matt Martin posted on his Instagram that he was just here. So there's a lot more to happen, which is super, super exciting. I'm looking forward to more of all this new Star Wars stuff to drop. Uh, we are going to be filming more of the Sabak talk coming up here this weekend. And we also have been, doing uh we also have been doing yeah matt i don't know what happened man all the fans freaked out you know it's fine it's okay no i'm just kidding um but i am excited to do more star wars things and so bok talk is going to be happening this weekend matt unfortunately won't be able to make it i'll be hosting it and he'll be on the next one but we are doing more twitch we 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 just did a stream for ewok hunt that was fun and then we kind of turned into heroes versus villains and we are definitely getting more people on there. There's, there's, Dragon Con is the next big con. Uh, some some of us may be there, um, like maybe. And that's gonna be a big weekend. So it sounds like the next big thing happening in Star Wars, guys, is gonna be Andor. And that's that is two months away. That's super super exciting. Timing is of the essence. Patience is all we need. If, I feel like need. I feel like I think about Star Wars content at this point the same way a lot of people will think about like like football season. Like I saw this post like today, like oh my gosh, this is the last month we have to go without football until March of 2023. And I'm like, how do you, you think Star Wars fans feel? <laughs> you guys can't go without football for that long. Jeez, I waited. Nine years for another Star Wars film. Okay, you can relax. Yeah. So right, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want more Star Wars, man. I want more, and we have a lot on the way, but it just feels like it's so far away. And I think what's nice about when we get to the fall season, uh, we've got. Um, hang on, wait. Off topic. My Colin. did not get hit by Jawas. <laughs> Did you know we have a Star Wars pod friend that works at MGM Studios? Uh, I don't know what MGM Studios is. Wink, wink. Um, I, was gonna be like, I don't what? know who you're talking about, bro. 
I don't know who you're talking about, RFB. Uh, but yeah. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, in the fall, we've got a lot of Star Wars. We got Tales of the Jedi. We've got Bad Batch, and we've got Endor, and they're all happening around the same time, and they'll definitely overlap. It sounds like. Did you talk about um, how ludicrous it is that people were uh, advertising that beverage as the the market thing? Uh, kind of. Okay. I yeah. There are a lot of fan pages, a lot of fact, uh, a lot of fact pages. I've had to correct that, a lot of people that. Uh, are just saying the drink's $5,000. And then they're not saying exactly what comes with it. And I... I, I Again, that's like a clickbait thing, and I think that's dumb. Uh, oh, and I know, a, I know a lot about clickbait. Yes, we do, but we're not going to talk about that. No, we don't uh, do clickbait. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, no. There are a lot of pages that have been doing a lot of clickbait. And here at the Star Wars stuff podcast, we like honesty and we, we love like honesty. Our, we love our viewers to get the full truth and we give them unaltered Star Wars facts that are unpolitical and unbiased. And 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 we don't give you false hope. Like, we give you a we, new hope. Oh <laughs> trademark. I'm just kidding. No, um <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. Uh I'm gonna put wait, that on man. a t-shirt. <laughs> are we okay? Are, Okay, RFB. I was kidding. I, I, uh, I, I know what the MGM studio was. That was the old name of Hollywood Studios, and then they changed the name to Hollywood. We Studios. literally work there. All right. Yes. We, um, yeah. We have this under yeah. control. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. And uh, and then Mob Rule says Amazon bought MGM. I thought, yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, no. Yeah, it's. It's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. There is a lot more stuff coming our way in, in the next couple of months. More more live action, more you know, diving deep into the Star Wars universe. And I guess we can't forget about the other addition to the Star Wars universe, which would be the Star Wars um the Star Wars Lego Vacation Special, where it's got <laughs> where it's got Weird Al and Max Rebo. I, this is I like the third podcast in a row you've talked about this. I know because it's great because I think Max Rebo and and Weird Al need to do a whole album. And I correction, think I think we have slight Star Wars biases, but it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Well, yeah, um, that's that's really everything to talk about. Uh, don't worry, the normal people will be back next week. Normal people? Are you saying yeah. that I, I'm abnormal, Colin Weaver? Yes. Yes, I am, because I am also abnormal. Well, that's literally how we got our jobs. So Exactly. That. But wow. with that being yeah. said, we've got Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. Beep, beep, beep. We're on Facebook. We're on, we have our own Gmail. Uh, and we also have fast. Audible. Matt, talk about Audible. I can't read, so I can't. <laughs> okay. So, um, I mean, we we talked about this a little bit uh, before, and I think you guys did. You guys mention it on our our uh, yes. literature review podcast a little bit. Um, yes, but on our Patreon, we have uh, a lot of upcoming content that is related to Star Wars literature, um, as well as um, other things. And a good way to get into that, if you haven't already and you want to is first of all, becoming a Patreon member. Second of all, it is following our 
Audible trial and then going to audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast to get a free book on us courtesy of audible trial just put in the key code stuff podcast and you can get anywhere from um classics uh like the obi-wan kenobi book or you can get something as new as what colin and um mason and who else was a part of that podcast? Whatever they just did or a book review on. And you can participate firsthand. You can see what they're talking about because it's in front of you on a screen. Yeah. You can have it read to you while you're in the car, while you're working out. You can even do it while you're walking your lizard. You're doing a great ad job, bro. I'm, Thank I'm, you, I'm man. very proud I, of you. I do Sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, uh, but yeah, More to definitely, come. definitely check out Audible. Um, there's a lot of great stuff on there. I highly recommend. It's great Darth- for people like me who don't like to read or have too much ADHD <laughs> to read, um, because it's an, it they do it audibly. <gasps> That's the name. So it's, I, it's a great feature. I love it. I highly recommend the Darth Plagueis novel. It's it's not canon technically anymore, but it's it's a good Star Wars read for sure. Um, um, That's how I read um, the Light of the Republic book, which which is so amazingly done the narrator that takes care of it they they have all kinds of like um sound clips and uh different things that really bring the story to life and that is true with all of the different uh titles and projects that audible features on their website and you can only get that with a free book by going to audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast so without Anything else we have to talk about? Is there? I don't think so. I think no. I'm good. No. Uh, again, we are on Instagram at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. We're on Twitter at Stuff Pod, TikTok. Search for Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Um, our Facebook group. W- we have a good community on there. We all love. Um, we all love. Uh, we post a lot of funny Star Wars content. Yeah, we, family friendly Star Wars content. But we love you. Yeah, and of then course. we have Twitch. We're on Twitch a lot. We, we are on Twitch a lot. Yeah, we are. We're doing it more. We haven't done it a lot recently, just because we've been a lot of busy with our lives. Uh, but we're we're gonna be doing a lot of streams. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah. if you we are just... a gamer and you want to play with us, that is another opportunity to do so. Is via our stream. You could um send us a PM to our um to our email at the the star wars stuff podcast at gmail.com if you want to request any future topics that you would wish wish us for talk about um if you have any comments questions or concerns or if you want to be featured on our uh twitch stream these are all ways you can uh this is the way that you do it you talk to us through our email so if you want to talk to us about anything that's the way you do it well i think that's all i got that's all i got anything else uh no no we we would not be doing this if it wasn't for you guys so thank you so much for listening uh we hope that you have a great july uh fourth of july and the force will okay on what uh and the force will be with you always